Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Ernest, listen up. When people all around the world first started going out protesting this summer, you'd hear it over and over. This time is different. But how? And who are the people trying to make it different? In Gimlet's new podcast, Resistance, host Saeed Tijan Thomas Jr. brings us stories from the front lines of the movement for black lives told by the generation fighting for the change. It's a show about people refusing to accept things as they are and how we can make sure this time really is different. Resistance is out now. Follow and listen for free on Spotify. EYL episode 24. Listen, we got a special treat for y'all. We recorded so much content for this episode that we decided to put it out in two parts. So part one, you're about to listen to. Part two is going to be released this Friday at five. That's right. This Friday at five. Part two to this episode. In part one, we're going to give you a step-by-step guide on how to build, how to market, how to monetize your social media. Rashad is a magician at that. So he's going to give you his playbook on how he went from 500 followers to 80,000 and how that same strategy 
grew the earn your leisure page from zero to 70,000 in less than six months. In part two, we're going to sit down with Cole Midkiff, the co-founder of QuickTrack, a legal app that is tearing up the game right now. Uh, he developed his app, how he's monetizing it, and how he has a chance to have an evaluation in the nine figures. So tune in to part two of this episode this Friday at five. Don't miss it. Alright guys, welcome back, welcome back, EYL number 24, one over Jordan, the Kobe year, yeah, 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 last, year, <laughs> like, last week was, was, the, was the Jordan week, this, this week is the Kobe week, Kobe, yeah, so this is, this is, this is a, this is gonna be a good one, this is a good episode, something that people have been asking us for, yeah, definitely, something that's very important, it's gonna be the technology episode, yeah, right, so we're gonna talk about a few different things as far as tech is concerned, we're gonna talk about um, social media, mm -hmm. right? How to grow your social media presence, how to monetize social media, you know, the whole 101 on social media campaigns. And then we're also going to go into the app world, right? Yeah. Something gonna, that we, we've had some brief experience in. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the app world. We're going to talk about how to build the app, how to monetize the app. We're going to talk about VCs, funding, all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. As far as apps are conserved, and we're also going to talk about peer to peer contracts and it's, it, it, this is this is how to make money in tech. Remember, um, if you watch the social media movie of, of Facebook, what was that movie called? With the social network, so, the social network. Yeah, and um, they told them they said, "Look, a million dollars isn't, isn't cool. A billion, billion dollars is cool. cool. <laughs> like, that's a fact. That's a fact. billion so, dollars is real cool. I, this, that's what this episode is about. This, this episode yeah. is about the real quick. I, we we actually try to put that in context, right? When we try to just describe the difference between a million and a billion. Right, and I always tell people to try to change it into time, right? Like, I ask people, like, how long do you think a million seconds is? Like, how long do you think? Probably a couple years. 12 days. Okay, never right? mind. How, many, how long do you think a billion seconds is? My first answer. 36 years. There you go. So, like, 12 days, 36 years. Like, put that conceptually. That's the difference between a million and a billion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. But, but, but we got a special guest today, my man Cole Mitkiff. Um, Thank you for joining us. That's our guy. So Cole, yeah, yeah, we gotta tell the backstory how we met Cole, right? So we were in LA, and um, we one of our favorite interviews, Romeo Brown, right? Yeah. If anybody's not familiar, I think that was episode seventeen. Episode seventeen, yeah, the town. He, Romeo, the town. Shout out to Oakland. So he was, um, he was. We 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 did that last minute, like all of our interviews, right? <laughs> and um, we were in LA, and. Uh, Somebody said, like, this is a good person for you to interview. His sister, actually, to, to one of our comrades, Mike. And Mike. Um, shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. So, <laughs> the legend. So I spoke to Romeo on the phone, and I'm like, yo, you know, yeah, we, you know, are you interested? So we spoke, and I got a good feel for him. Like, I think he'd be a good person to interview. So he's like, all right, come to the, to the spot at 10 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Yep. I'm like, all right, cool. So when we get there, 10 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, the first thing he tells us is, um, Got a meeting. <laughs> he said, I got a meeting at 11. He's busy. He's got somewhere to be. Yeah, he said, first like, thing he tells us. No, no, no. He said, I got a meeting with his business manager at 11.30. Pretty much saying, like, yo, this got to be quick. Yeah, guys. All right, cool. Long story short, <laughs> we left Romeo at 11.30 at night. Yeah, it was, a good, it was a crazy day. We spent the whole day with him, right? The whole, whole time. Yeah. So. Like <laughs> shout out to Glendale. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Glendale, California. So, um, yeah, so his his little brother, that's big bro. That is, that's big bro. Right? Yeah, his little yeah, brother yeah, yeah. joined us afterwards. Cole 
and we just kicked it off and just a super cool dude and we was talking he was telling us about this app that he has yeah. and the app was amazing so um we just stayed in communication and then yeah. you know he was on the east coast and we um yeah. reached out and he's like yeah let's i want to come on the show i'm like yeah for sure yeah, let's when, talk he, about when, that. He, when he was telling us about the app it was funny because i'm like yo cole I think I heard you on the radio. I just heard about this, man. Like, I know I just heard about this. And I was like, weren't you on the radio? <laughs> and no clue what he was talking I was so flattered. I was like, no, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't hit me till two weeks later. Like, oh, I saw him on social media. He made it to the shade room. That's why I saw him. Oh, shade room. Yeah. He was in the yeah, shade that's room. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. I'm like, yeah. Shout out to sh I was in the shade room, too. Twice. There we go. Twice, twice. So, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Shout out to the shade room. All right. So before we go into that, we're going to talk about how to grow your social media platform, right? And and um, as we said, this, this show is fully transparent. So I will be giving firsthand knowledge. A step-by-step -step booklet. A step-by-step. -step for you to get IG yeah. on track. Got the real, yeah. From, from yours truly. Yeah, man. Right? So, so I mean, it's one of the, the, the first things that people ask. Even like our alumni. So now you officially hear that. You are now alumni. They always ask like, yo, I seen y'all on IG. How did y'all get this growth? And they, there's some steps that they obviously yeah, don't know. That's a fact. So we're going to jump right into it. Let's um, open the door. All right. So as far as, all right, before we even talk about growing social media, I want to make this completely, you know, just put it out there. You don't have to grow your social media if you don't want to, right? It's right. not like something that a lot of times people feel pressured by the numbers of followers that they have. It doesn't matter. Like everybody doesn't have to have a million followers. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I know plenty of millionaires that have a hundred followers. <laughs> right. I know plenty of people that are dead broke that have three million followers. Happens all the time. True. But, but social media can be used as a very powerful marketing tool. So as an entrepreneur, as a small business person, as anybody, a musician, whatever, if you, you wanna you know, market yourself, social media is a great way to actually do that, right? Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about growing a social media presence. I'll talk about Instagram because that's what I, I know, right? Yeah. That's, that's the, my thing. It's the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, so I'll tell the backstory on this. So this started two years ago, right? I yep. was in California with, with Mike, my man Mike. I was there. Um, yeah, you were there. Yeah, that's I was. a fact. He left me out the store. No, no, no. <laughs> nah, Mike had the nah, I left. Time. I left. No, nah, no, nah, he left. He left. I left. He left. I left. He, left. Yeah. he left the day early. He left like two days early. Yeah. So um, we were there for my birthday, and uh, like the last two days when Troy left, we sat in a, in a hotel room for like 10 hours and we mapped out a strategy for me to grow on Instagram, right? Because I was saying like, you know, I want to I want to be like a financial guy on Instagram, but I don't really know how to go about it. But I feel like there was a need for it in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. So at the time I had a private page, I had 500 followers. So we, we talked about, okay, different strategies that you can take, right? So first thing that we did was figure out exactly like what my goals were. Right. So the first the first goal was to get 5000 followers. Right. But we had history in growing an Instagram page pr um, prior to that. Right? Yeah, I think we talked about it a little bit. Fashion. Fashion wave. Wave. Yeah, yeah, we never we never put that out, though. Yeah. So Fashion Wave is, a, is was a, um, a fashion blog that we started yeah. bef uh, in 2012. Yeah. Right. Because in 2012, I saw the direction that Instagram was going in. I like to call myself a visionary. I kind of saw it happen before it happened. So what happened is that <laughs> he's I done it. There it is. Humbly speaking, <laughs> I um, I'd agree. Let's go for it. I, yeah. I used to follow a page. I still do follow the page called um, Fashion. What was the name of it? Oh uh, man, I was gonna say Fashion Bomb, but it's not. That's not her. Yeah, it was a fashion page. And um, long story short, it's like a lookbook, right? But what I realized in 2012 was that they were putting um, like 
it would be a woman with a dress, but then in the caption it would say where to get the dress from. So it was an ad, but it was camouflaged as a regular post. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Most people didn't realize what was going on. This is before it sponsored ad and ad. But I realized right away, I'm like, oh, this is brilliant. Like This is a way where you can reach millions of people online. Yeah. It's much cheaper, I was assuming, for people to advertise on her Instagram page as yeah. opposed to go to like a magazine oh, 100%. or a TV, yeah. and it's much yeah. more effective, right? Well, well, the funny thing is, is, is to not to just hop in that real quick, and we'll probably maybe go into the genesis of all this, but I had, a, I had a clothing company for a long time before any of this, and I remember during the Instagram, you know, days of like the 2012s and up, where, yeah, that was the lick. Like, that, you know, you would go in there and you'd be like, oh, like this, you know, that was yeah. before the algorithms kicked in and yeah. all the money yeah. came yeah. in yeah. the mix, yeah. but that was a period of time where it was really like, oh, I can just put this out here and you know even if I only have 3,000 people seeing all 3,000 of them are yeah, seeing exactly, it though exactly. and we, I put my link in and we'll just go from there I mean that you know that changed that was the that was the way that was the method yeah, yeah. We, we sat here it was in this house like we sat here and we were downstairs and we were like yo this is crazy like you can't I'll never forget you like yo print is dead nobody uses print that. anymore print fact. is dead yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> I said like that. this is the new wave right here and that's a fact I said oh, that in sure. 2012 I said print's over this is this is this is what it is right we now. We gotta be on this. I'm like, we got we gotta do this. So we started a fashion blog called Fashion Fashion Wave. Fashion Wave. Yeah, fashion yeah. Wave. Two V's. Yeah, yeah. So um we had the Fashion Wave, right? And we built Fashion Wave to like ten thousand followers. Yeah, we got How, to thirteen. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty sizable. How yeah. we built Fashion Wave was we did that. We kind of cheated on that. A little bit. So there's, there's, truth be told, yeah, no, it's comp- um, full transparency. Yeah. So there's there's websites and there's apps where you can actually like other people's pictures. Yeah. And so the theory is that you like enough pictures, then right. people see that you liked it. They'll look they're on your page, and if your page they'll is like decent, yours. then they'll, they'll follow you. Turn around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually yeah. worked. It actually oh worked. no, Instagram. Oh, I can't reiterate this enough. Before the algorithm kicked in, if you were any kind of like you know had any kind of savvy on Instagram, like it, it was so much easier to grow a following or yeah. so much easier to monetize it. Like it was like mind bendingly easy compared to now. Yeah, no, like, sure. it, it was. So, okay, so we were doing that and it was growing at a pretty fast rate, right? And then we actually even paid for a shout out. Yeah. The shout out page, the shout out pages too. So we paid for a shout out. That helped us. That, yeah, we so like we paid for our, it was a shout out page for like eight hundred thousand. They they shouted us out and they and off that shout out we got like two thousand followers. Yeah, in a day. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was oh, for crazy. sure. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Going, so you know, phone stopped working. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, turn oh, off. My. Yeah. After like a couple of months, like we like I said, we got up to around twelve thousand followers. Now, this is this is a cautionary tale though. This episode of Earn Your Leisure is brought to you by First Republic Bank. The world is changing and your needs are evolving as your focus turns to what matters most to you and your community. First Republic remains committed to offering personalized financial solutions that fit your daily needs. From day one, you'll be connected with a dedicated banker who will serve as your primary point of contact throughout your relationship with the bank. They'll be there to listen to you, understand your values, and meet you on your financial journey. Your banker can offer solutions that support your goals at any stage, from setting up a personal checking account, to refinancing household debt, to buying a first home. As your needs evolve, you can call or email your banker at any time for support you need, because First Republic believes that what matters to you matters most. Learn more at firstrepublic.com. That's firstrepublic.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
So there's wait. So that's the. This is the first experience with me growing a page, us growing a page, right? The only thing that we didn't do. That's another thing that you can do, is you follow people and then you unfollow. There's an app. There's apps for that also. Now, all of those ways work. Shot, pay for shout outs. Um, pay to like other people's pictures. Mm-hmm. Pay to an app to follow somebody, then unfollow them. All of those. They actually all work, but. They're not effective right. because what happens is that you get followers, but they're ghost followers, right? So what happens is that now they're not engaged. So you have ten thousand followers, but you might be getting fifty likes on your picture. Yeah. Oh, you get you have like fifty thousand followers, and there's like two comments. Yeah. The ratio. The ratio is just yeah. crazy. It's not. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not. It's not effective. It's yeah. a fast way to grow a page, but it's not effective, right? So, learning from that experience. Fast forward like five years when I when I was starting my page, I said I didn't want to do it that way. I wanted to do it organically, so I did it organically. And so the first thing I did was I talked to Valencia. She was a guest Shout on our Val. show. Yeah. So Val, she had a page where she has one hundred sixty thousand followers, something like that. She was she she's she's mastered social media. So the first thing that she told me was, "Look what everybody else in your industry is doing, and do the complete opposite. Go the other way. Do the complete opposite, right?" I didn't fully understand her at first. It took me a while, but now I definitely understand it. So, all right, a lot of it for me was trial and error, right? So I was posting. The first thing you have to do is post very consistently on Instagram. That's that's the biggest. That's the number one thing. That, <laughs> content, content. No, no, no. You gotta have <laughs> content. That's that's the first thing that um will knock out ninety percent of the people right away. Mm-hmm. They're not consistent. It sounds like it's easy. It's not. But it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not. not. Right? It's not. So that's the first thing you have to do is post content, right? The next thing you have to do is actually figure out what kind of content you're going to post and how is it different from everything else and how is it going to be intriguing to the to the audience, right? So like for me personally, it took me a while to figure that out because at first I was just making like random selfie videos about finance and stuff like that. But for even for me, it was kind of boring. And it got some traction, yeah. but it was boring. But as I was doing that, I was still growing the page. It right. wasn't growing a lot, but it was growing, yeah. right? It would go from like 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, because I was just putting out constant yeah. content. Yeah. You got clips of the classrooms. Yeah, I was putting out classrooms when I was teaching um, financial literacy and stuff like that. And, yep. you know, it was, it was starting to pick up. But when, I, when my page really took off is when I completely rechanged it. So the first thing that Val told me to do was look on your page and eliminate anything that is unrelated to what you're doing. So she told me that like your Instagram page, if somebody just looks at it for the first time without reading your bio, they should be able to tell what you actually do. Right. A lot of times people have a, a lot of random different things on your oh, Instagram okay. page and you don't know what yeah. the person does. Right. Specialization. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or oh, they get real artsy with it. So yeah. that, like white, black, white picture, black picture, white right. picture, yeah. black picture. Exactly. So that's that's one of the fir- that's the first thing that I did was I eliminated all of the things on my Instagram page that wasn't really related to what I wanted the public to see in, in that regards. Right. The next thing I did was I started to dig deeper and offer more value than almost anybody else I was seeing on Instagram. So well, I found my, my, my niche in sports and entertainment, but the financial backstories on it, right? So what I would do is I would research articles about different, you know, topics, trending topics, and I would write, I became like kind of a journalist, right? Like I would write like in-depth three paragraph write-ups mm-hmm. on it. And people really found that intriguing, right? Yeah, I, that, that, they're not to cut you off, but like that was the part I was like, wait, they didn't know these stories. Yeah. Like we, I'm like, yo, he's like, yo, you saw that post. I'm like, yeah, they didn't know. 
And when we saw the feedback, it was like... It was probably just your conversations <laughs> yeah, already. You were just like, oh, this is what we know. And, well, then, yeah. and then some of them he posts, I'm like, wait, I didn't know that. <laughs> right, like, right, right, okay, right. Okay, now you got yeah, something. Absolutely. You got something. Yeah, so that... And then I also fix. So I'm learning as I'm going, right? Right. So I, I said, okay, I, I found a nice niche with this. Then I also figured out that people like headlines, right? So I kind of mastered the clickbait thing, right? So in all my articles that I was writing, I used the app where I actually put the caption on it. So the caption is very important, right? This I can't stress this enough. The caption is extremely important because that's what's going to get people's attention, right? So I'll see an article. Now you have to be creative with this. You can't. I can't tell somebody how to actually make a a caption that's going to get people interested. But you have to think, right? Use your brain. Short. You don't. People don't like to read. This is something that is extremely important. People don't like to read. So the the least amount of words that you can use the better. Even with write-ups, right? This is something that Val taught me also. At first, I was writing very long write-ups. Anything more than three paragraphs, in my opinion, is too long. Even three paragraphs might be too long, but it might not be as long as it's intriguing. Right. The key is to make it very detailed in a short amount of time. This is why the Instagram 60-second videos are perfect because they say the average person's attention span is like 10 seconds or something like that. (laughs) You lose people's attention very quickly, right? So as I'm doing that, I I figured out how to capture people's attention by writing about sports entertainment. I use sports entertainment because it's like a Trojan horse, right? I know that people are interested in sports and entertainment, pop culture, more than anything else. So if I'm a regular finance guy, I could talk about finance. I know that 90% of people don't care about that. But if I can talk about Allen Iverson and then talk about taxes, or if I can talk about LeBron James and then tie it in with entrepreneurship, nine times out of 10, people are more likely to click on that or watch that video as opposed to something it's else. It's built in. Like the medicine's in the candy. Exactly. 100%. No, that's, I mean, that's just the way any of it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you gotta, you gotta, in order to give them what they need, you gotta kind of give them what they want. Exactly. It's just the way yeah. it works. Yeah. Exactly. And sports and entertainment come naturally for me because those are the two things that I like. We argue about that all the time. I love doing that. I, <laughs> yeah. I've, been doing, I've been doing that my whole life, right? So that's why I use sports and entertainment. So I say that to say as far as somebody going to their Instagram page, you have to think outside the box. I, it's a finance page but I use sports and entertainment, which aren't directly related to finance, but it can be, right? It definitely is. I mean, it's a sports business, so I exactly. mean, it definitely is. So another thing with that is now you have to figure out timing to post. Timing of post is very important. I see people posting at one o'clock in the morning. You have to figure out the, the, the top times to post. So me personally, my schedule usually on average is like 11 o'clock in New York, Eastern Standard Time, 11 o'clock in the morning, I'll have a post. Maybe like a write-up, right? Or like a, a picture or something like that. One, I'll stretch it out three. I'll do three hours, right? So maybe like around one, two o'clock, midday, I'll post something else. I usually try to post videos at like five, six after people get off of work. Because what I find is that a lot of times people work, it's hard for them to listen to videos while they're actually working. Mm-hmm. So I don't usually try to post videos. Sometimes I do, but most of the times I don't post videos during the daytime. I post videos at night. Not too late at night, though, yeah. like right when people get off. Six o'clock is prime time. Six, seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time is prime time to post videos. Yeah. That's just what works for me. Yeah, Everybody's every, different. That's what works for me. Everything well calculated. No, you have to be extremely calculated. Yeah. Also, as far as the Instagram, you got to treat Instagram like a job. 
So my sleeping pattern has been <laughs> off for the last two years. <laughs> yeah, this is this is yeah, guys. No, it's just, yeah, it's a fact. No, it's a fact. I haven't had normal sleeping in two years. I told you that, man. Yeah, like no. Can I let me tell? Can I tell you? So like most people don't see this, man. But like the earn your leisure, like really is a testament to what you're doing. So like, I know like you're up till three in the morning most nights. Like he, this guy doesn't sleep. Like legit does not sleep. Is up all day. Works. So sometimes like we'll be talking and I'm like, yo, like wake up, man. Like <laughs> right. He's either here like super dedicated right, here right. or he's like typing up things. Like and we could be doing anything. Like we could be having a conversation. Or we could be at dinner and he's constantly doing it. Right. So like. My thing was like, I'm watching him grow. And this is a testament too that people should learn. Like, I want to see my brother win. 100%. Like, I want to see him win 100%. So it's like, how can I make this a little bit easier for him? So I was like, you know what? You don't have to search anymore, boss. Right, like, right, right. Anything I find, I'm sending it. Well, we'll to talk you. about that. Oh, we're going to get that. That's, 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 that's the page. Right, right, right. No, I'm just saying, like, his, the testament to what he's doing. Right. Like, le legit. Like, I, yo, his mom came up to me and was like, yo, listen. Troy, he got to get some sleep. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if he knows how <laughs> if, to anymore. If someone isn't concerned a little bit, I don't know. I said, I don't know if he knows how to anymore. Right, right, right. Legit. Like, no, nah, because like I always say, when you're really scrambling, there's no, there's no work hours. That's the difference. See, people talk about being an entrepreneur and having their own business and, and really, but you got to understand the average person, we're trained for a schedule. As, as yeah, humans, yeah. We, go to, we start school and from kindergarten to college, we have a schedule of yeah. like, Eight o'clock in the morning to like three o'clock in the afternoon. Even if you're in college, it's still kind of some schedule that you have to go through for classes, True. right? And then when you get a job, it's either nine to five, ten to six. Those are like usual hours jobs, right? So that's what we're trained to think. It's very different when you wake up at any time you want, you go to sleep anytime you want, and then you figure out the day as you go. Right. It's a you have to have a different type of mind to do that, right? Mm -hmm. But if you are an entrepreneur, that's what it really is. So for me, there's no work hours. Yeah. So. I have the financial planning business I do during the day, the Instagram, social media I do during the day, but also I do a lot of that at night. Right. So I work better at night. So what I do is that <laughs> from like eleven o'clock, from like eleven o'clock to like three o'clock in the morning, that's when I work. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll research stuff. I, then I'll have all my posts ready for the next day. Right. It's like meal prep, right? One hundred percent. You want to have yeah. it ready, so now okay, I have three posts already planned for the next day. Mm -hmm. So now we have two pages, and so now I gotta have six posts planned for the next day. That I know I'm gonna post eleven, three, and six. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But then also with that, you have to learn. So I, I seen a, a video from Nipsey Hussle before when he talked about um, in the early stages he was his own engineer. He yep. learned every part of the process. That's yep. that's the same thing with me. I learned every part of the process as far as how to make a, a post. It's not that easy. So there's different apps that I learned how to use. So the first thing I learned how to do was edit videos. So there's an app called Splice. Mm. Mm -hmm. So when you see a video, it's like if you watch a movie, right? In 60 seconds for like the podcast, when we put clips on Instagram, mm -hmm. that 60 second clip might be from a three minute video. Yeah. I got to cut out the dead spaces. So a dead space is like this. Like if I'm talking and then it's like, Five that seconds of that little pregnant exactly. pause. Exactly, that's right the there. Pregnant, yeah, yeah, yeah. pregnant pause. Yeah, yeah. That, that five <laughs> sure. seconds means yeah. a lot for an Instagram post, oh, yeah. right? So you got to cut that out. Or if I'm if I'm making a good point, and then I just talk about some nonsense for a minute, but then I make another good point. Now I got to cut out that one Trend minute, effect. right? Yeah. So and I learned how to do that just by myself. Mm -hmm. I just it's not hard, but that's the app Spice. Also, another app that I use is Vine. Vine is the app that I put the captions on the videos. Here's how. Yeah, so <laughs> that's that's the app called Vaunt. Sometimes you want to speed up a video. So Video Speeder 
is a is a app that I use to speed up videos. Yeah. Right. It's like you can have like a a video might be a minute and ten seconds, but you want to make it a, a minute. You speed it up so it actually fits in a minute. That's another that's another useful app as yeah. well. Then there's another app called Perfect Video. Perfect Video allows you to add music and then it does some other stuff, right? So I say that to say that learning about apps, and this is why this, this conversation is, is valuable leading into apps, is extremely important because you literally, we're in, we're in a day and age now where you can make up, you can teach yourself how to make a movie. If you mm-hmm. really, if you really are dedicated, oh facts, enough. like yeah. if you're really dedicated enough, right? facts, like you, don't, I, you don't have to pay anybody to do anything. University of YouTube, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. I'm like, I'll tell you flat out, you know, because every, <laughs> I'm gonna need about all of those apps <laughs> because everything I do, I mean, I handle all the social media and everything and all the content for Quick Track, and I mean, I just I'm Premiere Pro and I just do everything through there. But like, I, I mean, I I have people who have gone to you know LA Academy of Film yeah. and have been like, how'd you do that? And I'm like, I just YouTube this man. <laughs> yeah, like, what yeah, are you man. talking about? No, like, everything's at, everything's at the palm of your like, hand. Like, there is you know, the I, to my thing is especially with creating any content, you just have to be able to formulate the question you want answered because there's an app for that. There no, is, a, there's, you know, yeah, that's a fact. When they say there's an app for that, there really is an app. Yeah, for yeah, that. yeah. That's a fact. All right, guys. So a lot of people ask us how do they make a podcast. So I'm going to let you know on a secret. On the easiest, most productive way to start a podcast and get it up and running. And that is the app called Anchor. It's free. They have all kind of cool creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They will distribute your podcast for you to all of the major outlets, including Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple, easy place. So, if you're interested in starting a podcast, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's do it. Now we got to the content. Content, I can't stress this enough. The big One of the biggest mistakes that people make on social media is that they think quality is more important than content. It's not true. Content is more Ooh. important than quality, right? What I mean by that is that you see a lot of people in their videos is... It looks like Immaculate. Steven Spielberg. Made, right? Immaculate. They got yeah, yeah. The music behind it and lighting. it's dope. Yeah, the lighting's yeah, but great. They're not, they're not talking about anything, yeah. right? Our videos shot on iPhone. Facts. With a five ninety nine <laughs> app that I use to write the caption on it. Yep. It's not the best quality. Hopefully, we will we will improve our but quality. That's good too, though, because like the our audience gets to see us grow. The the thing you know about I mean? that is as well is you know some wise people once told me this, but once you invest in in upping your quality yeah. you can never reverse you know mm. you can never go back to just getting off the iPhone and going yeah. to work so you want to stay in it's there true. as long as you yeah. possibly can but yeah no, yeah it's true and then also people care more about content the, the, yeah. the, the <laughs> example I always use is Bobby Smurda right that video was shot on an iPhone mm-hmm. right it was a catchy dance he threw his hat in the air and never came back down. We still haven't found it. I'm lo- I, I literally landed in New York and looked up. Yeah. We still haven't found it. it. It never came back down. It was a good beat and just a good song. And it caught wildfire, right? It wasn't even his, by the way. Fun fact. It was Lloyd Banks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I say that to say... To Lil B. He, yeah. he didn't spend a million dollars on his video. Didn't have it. Nah. And no. He, I mean, those but days are over. Fire. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the people want 
what's authentic. They want what's real and they want content. Yeah. Content is more important. That's why when I tell people all the time, like content, content, it doesn't cost anything to pull your iPhone out and just start recording, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna figure it out as you go. But if, you, if you're waiting to like have the perfect lighting, have the perfect budget, have, you're always gonna be waiting. Yeah. Cause it's never, nothing is ever going to be perfect, right? Yeah. We find that. I mean, we know that. We, it's part of the game. Nah, it's part of the game. <laughs> yeah, content of yeah. content yeah. is king. And you have to figure out content for yourself because nobody can tell you what kind of content you're going to make, right? Yeah. It got to be something that is unique and solely you, right? Because even with me, like, so when I started doing videos and then I started doing Here's How, like, I didn't see anybody else doing Here's How. Nobody. Here's How. Like, it would be like, how to make a billion dollars. Here's How. Yeah. You go on Instagram right now, you see a bunch of here's how videos. But that's that's dope though, because that's saying that people find value in it, right? Absolutely. So they only yeah. at, at first it was like, yo, they biting my stuff. But uh, it, I was like, yo, it, it's cool though, because it's like that's the impact. With with how connected we all are, you haven't done anything until someone copies yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But, but the thing about it is that because I even see CNN doing it. I saw CNN. <laughs> that's one, yeah, yeah. I, I got that text. I saw CNN. We got that text. Yeah, that would that would make me, you know, I'll be a little tight. I'll be a little tight. I got slight. that text. Nah, but uh, the thing about it is yeah. that they can never duplicate your brain. At so all. it's nothing for me to come up with a new idea. At all. So that's why it's yeah. like it's not even because things move so quick on the internet anyway, right? Yeah. So that's another thing too. You have to be, you can never stay stagnant and you have to stay up to up to speed. So like now I'm noticing that Instagram TV is getting more views than Instagram videos. I think Instagram is doing that on purpose. So Instagram, this is something, this is, this is not a conspiracy theory. Instagram has an algorithm, right? And for those they, who don't know, they change their algorithm <laughs> regularly. They change their algorithm regularly, yeah. right? And they also, they, they have all kinds of tricks in place to monitor and to restrict your growth if they feel it needs Oh, 100%. They want, you, you have to pay Zuckerberg. It's, well, yeah, the, no. way it, it's the way it is. That's how, they, that's how they want, I mean, if you're not hip to it, if you don't actually strategize and go through it and kind of jump through the hoop, if you try to play the same game too long, they'll be like, all right, sick. You know, Mark Zuckerberg says, no, no so it, ha- it happened to me. They, yeah. they um, shadow banned me twice. So if anybody does, is not familiar with shadow ban, shadow ban is when they limit the reach of your post without you actually knowing that they limit the reach of your post. So what happens is that hashtags, hashtags is also another great way to grow your following. Hashtags does work. They do work, but you have to be careful with hashtags, yeah. right? Because with hashtags, so what I was doing before is that it was like copy and paste. Like I think you're allowed to put 30 hashtags on a post, right? But I will copy and paste it and put it in the, um, the caption because that way nobody can see it. It's kind of tacky to me to put it in, in your post, right? Mm-hmm. But it works. You can see the analytics on it and it'd be like, half of the people reached was reached through hashtags, right? Yeah. But what happens is that if you if you use the same group of hashtags- That copy and paste theory. Copy and paste, what yeah. happens is that now it alerts Instagram and they look at your account, they flag your account, right? So now they look at it like it might be spam. They shadow ban you. The first time I got shadow banned, I didn't know what was going on. I just my my post just dropped dramatically as right. far as engagement. How I learned I got shadow how I knew I got shadow banned is that so I put a hashtag, a, like one hashtag, like mm-hmm. earn your leisure on a post. And then I searched that hashtag and my post wasn't on there. So that means that they like they took the hashtag is on there, but it's not showing publicly. Right, right. Right. And then I Googled what that meant, and then I found out that that's shadow ban. Shadow ban works, it's 14 days, 
to the exact moment. This is true. Because I, I tested it. Twice. <laughs> yeah, it happened to me twice. 14 days to the exact moment. So now I don't even use um, no hashtags. hashtags at all. Yeah, yeah no. hashtags are dead. Now. Like, that's a huge component. They're not, they're not dead, but it's, it's you got to mind your, you know, you got to kind of be mindful of you gotta, it. Now. You got you to gotta be very careful with hashtags. Yeah. That's extremely important. Because like I said, it is a great way to grow. But if you're using the same hashtags, you will get shadow banned. 100%. Yeah. So another thing I want to talk about is that um, a lot of times people, all right, you're going into Instagram to monetize, right? It's important to know the numbers of monetization and what you're looking to do. So what I mean by that is that sometimes a page can have, I'll give you an example. So I know of a Instagram model, bartender type. She has like, let's say millions of followers, right? Like let's say 3 million followers. Right. I know somebody else who is just a regular person who has 150,000 followers, right? The hundred, the person who who has one hundred and fifty thousand followers, I know for a fact, is making more money on Instagram than the, the three million dollar bartender. The reason why is that the three million follower bartender is limited in the post that she can, you know, monetize. Right? It's right. like how many companies are going to pay a bartender to post? Right? You're limited to lingerie, tummy tees, <laughs> waistbands. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe fashion over if you're lucky. Yeah. Right? I had a very get, high end. Get to it. Get yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now you have you have three million followers, but it's hard to monetize that. Right. Where the person with hundred and twenty followers is a clean page. So now they have major corporations, Macy's, Calvin Klein, all kind of stuff like that that are paying their budget is way higher. Oh for thousands sure. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. Five thousand dollars for one <laughs> Instagram post, right? So that's something to keep in mind too, because also on YouTube, a YouTube channel, a financial YouTube channel like ours, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube. A financial YouTube channel could have, let's say 10,000 follow, 10,000 subscribers. That's more valuable than maybe even 100,000 followers to a page that's cursing, that has all kinds of stuff, right? right? Because they're not gonna get ads. Right. YouTube is very restrictive of who they give ads to, yep. they watch it. Even with our post, we had we had one video with Al Harrington when we yeah. talked about the cannabis industry. We didn't get ads on that video because yeah. it was cannabis. The, the fact that the, the title had marijuana in it was enough. Oh, they for said, them to say no. Nah, yeah, yeah, risky. we know for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's one of those examples where we're learning as we go. Got right? to. So, yeah. Like, that's move, move fast and break things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so when you, when you look at monetizing, so when I what I mean by that is that when you look to grow a page to monetize it, it's not always all about followers. It's about the content that you're putting out and the quality of, you know, your post and what you're doing, and also engagement is very important as well. Yeah. So don't always get caught up in numbers because your smaller amount of numbers can actually be very valuable if a you have strong engagement and b you have clean content or content that can be valuable to people that want to use your page as a, as a, you know, for advertisement. Mm -hmm. And also, also I will stress the fact that you have to, you have to think about long-term game, right? So what I mean by that is that people get in and that they want to make money in Instagram right away. And it's, it's obvious they get like 300 followers and they start trying to promote a seminar <laughs> or come to my, you know, online course. It's like, no, you don't have you don't even have a big enough platform, right? right you right. gotta give out samples first. You gotta give out samples first, right? Yep. So it might take a year or two years of giving out free information, free gotcha. posts. Yeah. yeah. You're growing your following. Now you can offer a paid product. 
it doesn't make sense to try to offer a paid product before you you've even established credibility. I see that all the time though. People are so thirsty for business. As soon as they get on Instagram, two weeks later, I see them promoting paid events. Mm-hmm. Those are never gonna work. It's never gonna work. You have to grow your following and then you get money on the back end. The back end is always more lucrative than the front end. I can't stress that enough. People need patience. It doesn't happen overnight. Patience is very key. Yeah. Extremely key. And the last thing, the last thing that I'll talk about with the Instagram growth is that we talked about the long the long game, but also I cannot stress this enough either. You have to put in work. It sounds very it sounds very easy it's not social media is like any other job campaign that you're running it takes time it doesn't happen overnight you have to sit down figure out a strategy figure out what works for you because everybody's different right yeah and you have to commit time into doing that if you're not willing to commit time maybe it's not for you and that's fine yeah. like y'all say you don't everybody doesn't have to grow a social media page yeah we got that was like a comment like somebody put in the comments um, when we were shouting out Mike, we shouting out Mike, and it was like, well, if he has fifteen hundred, you have eight thousand. Why didn't he do it for himself? And that was one of the things. Was just like, we don't. He doesn't want to grow his page, right, right? right? We'd rather like if. And our team is just like, yo, if Rashad has this thing going, like, let's just support him. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, well, you know, the funny thing is, and to piggyback off that point, that I always think it's interesting because I've always really thought about like the disconnect between people who want to grow their social media following and actually doing it. And I think it's funny because just because it's in an app, they're looking for, you know, apps are mostly here to, you know, automate, to make things go faster in your life. So they think like, oh, if I want to do this, there should be a way to also automate that process right. but that's not the case you know it's it's, it's not. they don't really they don't give it the proper respect of like yeah that dude who got you know even his 50,000 yeah. you know sweat equity went exactly. into that 50,000 and, and, and also too it's so a lot of times so like earn your leisure right so it took me two years right to grow my personal page from 500,000 followers to right now I'm at 80 but like let's say in January I was at 50,000 so it took me two years to grow my personal page from zero pretty much to 50. Earn Your Leisure, I started, because I run the Earn Your Leisure page, I started Earn Your Leisure in January. It took me six months to, to scale Earn Your Leisure from zero to 70,000. The reason being, it's a lot easier to scale a page when you already have another page, right? That's something that people don't realize enough either. Even with starting a podcast, people try to start podcasts with 100 followers. Yeah. You don't have an audience. What do you who, who's going to listen? It's all leverage. It's all about leverage, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It's easier to scale. It's easy to scale a page from another page. Yep. It's also easier to scale a brand as opposed to yeah. a person. People are more likely to follow a brand page than they are a personal page. Earn right. your leisure is growing faster at a faster rate than my own personal page. Yeah. People are more likely, it's just human nature. I don't know why. People are more likely to follow something that doesn't directly attach to one person as they are to a one person's personal page. Yeah. Right. It's, it's so, and that, that speaks to the point. It's like, Earn Your Leisure has 70,000, right? I, don't, I think I might have just cracked a thousand, but I'm like, that's fine. Right? Like, yeah. I'm still fine. Like, there's, <laughs> there's no social equity that comes with that right. for me. It's like, I'd rather build the brand, let Shadi build his personal brand, right. and just add 
value to what we're doing already. Well, right? people want to be a part of something. Right, right, they, right. You know, you know, like you're you're buying into. Like I said, you, to piggyback off you, if yours, if it's one person, they might like that one person, but right. they're trying to buy in to something bigger than that. Earn your leisure is so much bigger. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. on the t-shirts. It's, right. it's it's so much bigger than just like, oh, that's a good post you just made. Exactly. Yeah. And that and that and that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Because should be as earn your leisure grows. Yeah. I grow also. He grows. And also the the last comment I'm gonna make on that is the teamwork. As I said, I run the Earn Your Leisure page as far as putting up posts, but I have help. So Troy, how the formula that we have for Earn Your Leisure is that Troy sends me twenty four hours. (laughs) Troy sends me articles in the morning, different financial articles. Then I review the list of articles that he sends me and I kinda pick which ones would be good for Earn Your Leisure. I post it and then I do like a short write up of it. So now I don't have to look for articles. Troy does that. He sends it to me and then I do what I do. So he's doing what he does best. I'm doing what I do best and we work together as a team. As opposed to him trying to post that's not really his thing. Yo, no, I'ma tell you, like the first two weeks, like I was like finding posts and I'd be up at like five thirty. Like I told people like I'm up at five thirty. I know he's going to sleep at three, I'm waking up at five thirty. And I would try to write these things and I'm like, you know what? He's mastered this. You like, know. why? I don't have to reinvent this. Like, I'm gonna let him be great. I'm gonna take some of the load off of him. Like, I'll just send him everything I find. Well, that's so just a, a, that's teamwork. A, a good team is yeah. is not. Hey, I need you to learn this. It's you're really good at this. So we're gonna triple exactly. down but, on what you do. A lot of people have <laughs> trouble doing. It. It's yeah, like, yeah, wait, yeah. he's getting all the shine. He's getting all the shine. Yeah. He has eighty. 000. I'm like looking. That's my real brother. <laughs> like, like if you see him, then you see me. That's just how I'm feeling. And it takes a lot of maturity and it takes humility to like get to that point where it's like, you know what? We're all winning. If he wins, we're all winning. You know what I mean? But like a lot of times in our community, we don't work together and we right. can't do that. It's like, wait, he's shining. Nah, I gotta shine too. Like, nah, yeah. if he shines, we all shining, yo. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, so that is my Instagram growth tutorial a step-by-step booklet for yes. you to get ig yeah. on tech and then also one last thing engagement is extremely important in instagram Everything. try to try to engage with your followers as much as possible instagram live is extremely valuable that's a good way to to, to um, establish engagement and then also comments just reply to as many comments as you possibly can reply to as many dms as you possibly can especially in the early stages because now like for us it's hard to respond to dms because we get so many but in the early stages when you don't have a lot Take your time, respond to DMs, Every single one. respond to comments, because it A, it helps your engagement, especially the comments, and then also it just, it, it shows the people that you're actually, you care. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, There's a face to it. Yeah, yeah. I cannot, I cannot understate that, uh, overstate that enough. Like you have to, you have to engage and build a community. Yeah. It's not, it's not just like you, it has to be a community. So, yeah, that's Can, can, that's can we do is. one thing? Can we do it? We're going to. Like when you started the earn the your page, right? Like after the LA trip, like you, I, don't, I don't know if you we spoke about this before, but there was a there was like a movie that we put together for you. And oh we, yeah, <laughs> right. It was the original hashtag Earn Your Leisure. Can we can we put that out this week? Uh, possibly. Yeah, y'all gonna thank me later. <laughs> y'all gonna I thank co-signed me later. this. It should come out. Oh, it's great. It's great. That's great. What he's referring to is that. So yeah, we had. I, like I said, I tried everything. <laughs> So um, when I good. first started the, the social media campaign, um, I had Mike. We we filmed a, a, like a a mini movie. I'm all in. And already. we had like two um, two models, and um, 
It was like a day in the life. Oh. And I was like waking up. It was my first was screenplay. Like, it was my first I, screenplay. I was like reading the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> yeah, and I was like yeah, working yeah. out. It was, it was like it was, it was like traveling like through me throughout the course of the day. It's my was, favorite thing already. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah, to tell yeah. you this this idea we were like working out. He was like, yo, how should we like literally wrote this no, screenplay? Screen, it, it was great. Yeah, we wrote it out, screen. Wait till y'all see it. And you know what? And I realized that we was gonna promote it on Instagram, and right. I realized before I never put it out because I'm like, this is corny. Like, no, this is, this is, <laughs> it didn't pass your test. Yeah, you know, like, ah, this is feel this, a little weird. This, this isn't, yeah. this isn't what I want to do. Right, right? And I, I want it to be more substance than just me paying models to just run around with me, and you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not right. That's important. Though. Gotta, <laughs> well, no, no, that's important. But I'm just saying that's important as far as. Um, <laughs> Substance. You gotta right, have right. substance. You gotta yeah. have substance. Yeah. You gotta have substance. So they're not gonna get it? Uh it's it's out there now. I don't know. I mean people we'll see, probably we'll ask see. We'll see. Maybe I may, well, I string it out for as long as you can right, and then drop right, it one might, day. We might. Shout out shout out to uh, buy the merch, they're gonna do a packet, you're gonna get a DVD with we're it. Put, we're gonna put that on something. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to to the to the crew that put that together for us. Hey. All right, so now we're gonna go into into the app world, we're gonna get some money. Let's, uh, let's do it. Talk about it. Let's yes, do it. Yes, indeed. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.